Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hello, Fightful Faithful, and welcome to uh, the post-AEW on a very late Friday night. It's different, you know, it's the same, but it's different. It's different because Sean Ross Sapp isn't here, and I am. Uh, my name is Alex Pulowski. Uh I, I'm a, a co-host on the normal Wednesday night uh, uh, AEW Dynamite uh, show. Um. And uh, I also host on FIFA Select twice a week a show called Sour Graps, where uh, I talk about uh, Raw and SmackDown and uh, and how much uh, they suck. But AEW doesn't suck. Also, in my opinion, what doesn't suck, what sucks less than Raw and SmackDown is NXT, which I host on this very channel every Tuesday night. So you may know me from there. You may not know me at all, but... Let's let's hang out together and talk about AEW. We'll talk about Double or Nothing. We'll do a little a preview ski and a review ski of this. Uh, we're gonna add ski to the end of words whenever I feel like it because you know it's it's late and I'm tired. Um, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't. Uh, hit, drop a like, smash that like button as the, as the children say. Um, uh, tap the bell for notifications. I've been told that I should say that. Also. Um, give us your super chats, um, because then, uh, what you think in your mind, you can type out, uh, with your keyboard or your phone, and then I will say it out loud on the air and everybody else will hear it. Like, um, uh, Ricardo El Capitan del LIW says, sweet graps with Alex. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Indeed. 
indeed. It is going to be a fun show tonight. Hopefully, you guys, please, uh, uh, yes, uh, drop in your um, your uh, your super chats, and I will read them on the air. I have one back here that I want to get to. Uh, Ricardo also says, "Is it just me, or did they telegraph everything?" Well, we'll talk about it as we go through certain things. Uh, I don't know if the hard and fast rule that used to be. Uh, in, in WWE, where the guy who's standing strong at the end of the go-home segment definitely isn't winning at the pay-per-view. I don't know if that's necessarily true. It may be in this particular case, but we'll see. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, ask questions. Make statements. Uh, uh, do it in a super chat, and I will read it on the air. That's how this works. Please keep doing that all night. It's the best way to support us, uh, to support Sean and his gallivanting off to Jacksonville to, to watch Double or Nothing in person, uh, and also to support me and Jeremy Lambert and Robert Felice, Robert E. Felice, and everybody else who's getting paid by this website. Annika JMT says, that certainly was a nice palate cleanser from SmackDown. Boy, oh boy, if you are a subscriber of Fightful Select, you will hear me yell about that tomorrow night. Uh, and if you aren't a... a subscriber of Fight for Select, consider subscribing uh, because then I will get to talk about how much I hate the fact that they did the exact same match from WrestleMania Backlash, or as we call it on the Sour Grab Show, WrestleBack Mania Lash. They did the exact same tag title match with the exact same story. Jadis flipped father and son and thought we wouldn't notice. Um, Yeah, SmackDown was bad. Uh, What's not bad is... um, Britt Baker's not bad. That DMD, not three one, uh, 316 line, popped me, says Ricardo. It uh, popped me, too. Uh, popped me, too. Uh, yeah, please keep getting those super chats. I will read them throughout the night. Um, and uh, we'll talk about them as we see things uh, coming through. Um, the Nerd Guru says, blanket statement, the crowd singing Judas was the highlight of the less than exciting show, in my opinion. Got to end in a brawl, though. Yeah, I have saw some various things on the old TL, the timeline tonight, about uh, who liked it and who didn't. Uh, your mileage may vary. Uh, I do love the crowd uh, back there doing whatever, singing this song. They're going to they're gonna sing Wild Thing at the top of their lungs on, on Sunday. It's going to be great. Uh uh, I, I do think it was really funny that the, the camera panned the crowd and nobody knows the words to the verses of Judas. They just know the end of the chorus. They don't even know the beginning of the chorus. People are out there going, the Judas in, Judas in my mind. They have no idea what the words are. It's kind of funny to me. Um. Thanks for those uh, so the super chats, guys. I want to make sure uh, that I uh, get to them. Um, Kenshiro says, uh, didn't mind all the interruptions this time, just because it was nice to see how over everyone is before the pay-per-view. That's very true. Now, at least Dynamite has had sparse crowds for a long time. So you can kind of gauge how over people are uh, from the sparse crowd, their reaction. But nothing's like a full house, man. Nothing's like a full house. And it's going to be very different, I think, for WWE, who hasn't had anybody there, and they're piping in crowd noise, and they're telling you who you should think is over. I don't know how. We'll see how that works in practice 
when they actually get a real crowd in there. But it was really nice to hear uh, this crowd um, at AEW because this is this is a crowd I feel like that really appreciates what they're watching and and is knowledgeable about it. And uh, Michael uh, Bunge, Bungie, Bunge. I like Bunge. Uh, I legit teared up seeing a full crowd again. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's gonna it's. It's gonna get some taking some used to. It. it was I was watching it for a while, like, and there were moments I was like, "Oh yeah, full crowd. That's weird. What's that like? It's it's kind of an interesting uh, feeling." Um, Wrestling Jeebus says, uh, "Finally, fans are back. Keep up the great work, Alice. Thank you very much. And yes, finally, fans are back. <clears throat> Double or nothing is gonna be a lot of fun to watch." Um, Welcome back, fans, says Nikolai Kreese. Darby, over. Dark Order, over. Jade is money. DMD, Miro and Lance, over. AEW not only survived, but made stars during the past year. This is very, very true. I do not know if you can say the same for the other show that was on earlier this evening. Um, But aw man they got they they put out the people they want they put over the people want to put over and it worked damn it um and chris rain says i love seeing the reaction from your own brit uh me too me too um we will uh we'll talk more about that as we go uh through the show i'll try and make sure i keep up with all your um all your uh, super chats. Thank you very much. Um, let's start out the way that the show started out. Uh, Darby Allen uh, versus Cesar Bononi. Um, I somebody in the chat, I'm sure, will 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 let me know what is the name of Cesar Bononi's boys: JD Dre, Computer Avalon, Ryan Nemeth. I don't know the name of their faction, um, but. Darby Allen versus Cesar Bononi. It's nice to have, uh, you know, Cesar's a, a big fella. Um, as John Moxley said in a pre-match promo a while back, uh, big guy, look good-looking guy. You could probably make a lot of money with him. Uh, and then he said, too bad, but you're not if I, if I accidentally kill him because I'm so mad about the Young Bucks. Uh, well, Darby Allen didn't kill him. Uh, Darby Allen is, is working with the, with, the, with the Diamond Dallas Page Memorial rib tape. Uh, remember that in the 90s or are you too young? Uh, in the night, in the mid middle of the 90s, uh, Diamond Dallas Page got injured ribs and he wore taped ribs for I think like a year, a year and a half. Uh, you should probably have gotten those checked out. I don't think the tape was working because he just had to keep on coming back with the taped ribs. Uh, we'll see if Darby Allen has to uh wrestle with taped ribs on on Sunday, but uh, he's a he's a big he's a big dude, Benoni is. Um, and you know. Darbyon was going to win this match. You all kind of figured that out, but it is funny. Like when now I see a guy, like ah, my ribs are taped. My poor midsection. This right here is not a, not at all a target for you to try and uh, hurt me more. My taped ribs. Also, my finisher involves me going off the top rope and dropping on you ribs first. It worked. Good for Darby, uh, and I appreciate him. Then, like saying, I'm not waiting for you guys to jump us after the match. Um, so uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page come out now, and they obliged him, um, and they came out. You come out, you want to come out in, in our fancies? I like that Scorpio Sky 
refers to their Hawaiian shirts as fancies. I like that a lot. Uh, you want us to fight for free? Grow up. Um, it, grow up is always a good insult. Yeah, it is. It just is. So we're going to wait till Sunday to beat you up. And then uh, Benoni's, Benoni's pals, whatever the hell they, their names are, uh, uh, they, um, they jump them. Uh, what's it called? Benoni men. I like Benoni men. That's a good. That's a good. Wingman. Pretty picture. That's right. That's what it is. Benoni men's better. Benoni men's a Benoni men's better. But thank you. Um. Uh. Yeah. Benoni men. The Benoni men. They, they are. They are in canon in my head. Only going to be referred to as the Benoni men from now on. Benoni men. The Benoni men. Uh. Jump in because they're mad because Benoni lost. I mean, wouldn't you? The the namesake of their group lost. They're very they're very upset. How does that look? So they they jump uh, uh, Darby and Sting and uh, Scorpio and Ethan, who were like, "We're not even going to come to the ring because we're going to wait for Sunday." Well, as soon as the Benoni men jump them, they're like, "Well, why not? I mean, we're here. What's a few more steps? Let's go in there and help them out." Uh, and then you know they uh, the Dark Order run out and run everybody off. And here's the deal. I know we talk about on the regular Wednesday night post-Dynamite show, we talk a lot about uh, gang wars with two Zs. It's W-A-R-Z-Z. Gang wars. Uh, and how it's kind of getting absurd. However, apparently gang wars are over with the crowds because they went nuts when Dark Order came out to make the save. Now, I don't know. I, I don't know if they, that's just like, you know, hey, we're happy to be here. We get to see the Dark Order. We're happy. Or maybe it's um, maybe it's a thing. Like, AW crowds love gang wars. I, we'll have to find out as we go through and, and have more uh, more crowds. But um, I, I appreciate that, uh, that there was somebody, you know, uh, somebody out there. On the post NXT show, we are po- we are pro friendship. We do not like to see people tag teams breaking up. We like to see guys backing each other up just because. Hey, you seem like a good dude. Would you like to be my friend? After we fight off this group of bad guys, let's go out and have a beer. How about it? That those kind of things very heartwarming in wrestling. We never see them very often on the main roster anyway of WWE. So I'm pro friendship generally. And so I, I like that the Dark Order is like, you know what? We like Darby and, and Sting. They seem to be nice guys. I mean, they, they they got the goth thing going on. We're a Dark Order. So it's kind of the same. We, we have similar interests. So we're going to back them up in their fight with the Bononi men. Seems legitimate to me. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Make sure I didn't miss anything here. Da, 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 da. I want to make sure I did not miss. Mm-mm. Jay Hayes says Brit is more over than I realized, and so are the Dark Order. Brit is a very special case. We're going to talk about that when we get to that segment. Um, and the Dark Order are super over. Like they're they they got over. Like if you're if you're a AW super fan and you watch Dark and you watch Elevation, you watch BTE, and you have that attachment. To the Dark Order, because of Brody Lee, because of Negative One, like I feel like they're 
a really special act and you can tell a really special story with them. Um, we will see. We will see. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> the nerd guru says if this WWE slash NJ, uh, a new Japan pro wrestling thing happens, are uh, we going to call it wrestle WrestleMania kingdom lash? I don't know. That's a good, it's a good, it's a good suggestion. Uh, not WWE and uh, New Japan merging. That's a terrible idea. For reference of how um, Vince McMahon is going to book your favorite New Japan stars if they come over and work for WWE, just for a frame of reference, think Akira Tozawa. That is what Vince is going to do to Okada. Okay. So WWE New, New Japan thing cannot happen. And according to Tony Khan cutting his own promo about it uh, ahead of uh, Dynamite, uh, he's like, oh, Nick Khan, great job. You've been talking to New Japan for two months. Guess what? I've had like a, a, a New Japan US title match defended on my show in like the past two weeks. So good job, Nick. There's only room, room for one con in this business and it's me. Gosh, uh, I know he's working us, but I love it. Okay, um, so the next big thing that happens is the official weigh-in on Dynamite of um, of Cody Rhodes and Anthony Agogo and Paul White, former Big Show. No more BS. His Titan... It's not a Titantron, is it? It can't te- ne- technically be a, ti- a Titantron if it's... So it's a Jumbotron. Titantron is... That's a WWE thing. But the Jumbotron says, no more BS. So you get it? He's not Big Show anymore. Um, but he comes out and he's like, uh, oh, everybody, it's good to be here, everybody. Let's bring out the first guy. Uh, Anthony Agogo comes out and he's got the factory with him. He's got QT Marshall and he's got uh, Solo and uh, and unfrozen caveman wrestler, Komarodo. And they're coming out, and Gogo gets in the ring. He's like, what? What What are you? You got to come out here with a whole group of you. There's a whole herd of you. What are you, scared? And now let me introduce my best friend, Cody Rhodes, and 75 other people. <laughs> he just got done trying to insult a Gogo for coming to the ring with his literal faction like the guys that he runs with his group of his tight-knit group of like four or five people what are you scared and then he says then cody rhodes comes out and he's got i shit you not at least three dozen people with him and i know like they're trainees at, at his his wrestling school and that's cool they get to be on tv that's nice but maybe don't insult a guy saying that he's scared because he brought four dudes and praise a guy who comes out next who's got, like, half a battalion. Like, that just seems kind of funny to me. Um, and then they they do the way in uh, and they do, um, they, do uh, <laughs> they do Cody Rhodes first and uh, and everyone's chanting USA, USA, which is still, still friggin' hilarious. Uh, I don't know if they, if they, if Maybe, maybe the guys who came out with Cody Rhodes were part of his focus group. I say, like, part of his focus. I'm sure most of the focus group stay by, stay backstage. Um, but uh, nobody showed poor Paul White 
how to work the scale like it's an old school it's not a digital scale it's an old school thing where you gotta like you know take the thing it's like 100 okay 200 25 no that's too much uh okay 10 and then let's see like it, it it took him forever to figure out how to weigh cody cody was trying to show him how to do it and i'm pretty sure that's not allowed uh at a way in like you shouldn't be able to be up to the guy who's getting weighed to do it and and so he he can't figure it out. And then finally he's like, okay, 218 pounds. And then a go-go gets on there. He still can't figure out how to do it. Somebody, like I feel really bad for him. Nobody showed him how to do it. And they probably should have because it didn't look good. Um, and so a go-go weighs it at 219. So 218 and 219. And they have the idiocy to have QT Marshall cut a cut a promo about how because a go-go win is a one pound heavier. That means he's got the match one, which doesn't make it makes, it makes him stupid. Like, I don't know, man, you could have easily had a go-go cut a really fun promo here about it. And may, maybe made us actually hate the guy because he still looks like he still looks good compared to, to, to Cody Rhodes and his focus grouped promo. That he like okay, so it wasn't actually focus grouped. He made sure to set, tell you that yesterday. Not actually focus grouped. I just ran it by a whole bunch of veterans backstage. Oh, people in their fifties and sixties who know all about the current climate and how um, the U.S.'s policies are viewed, not only around the world but here at home. Maybe these people who are you know whose favorite president is Ronald Reagan, maybe they're not the best people to run this by, Cody? Just just saying. Also, motherfucker, everything isn't about you. Like, this, it's just a weird deal to, like, insert yourself into the promo about whatever. It's just a weird deal, and he's, he's not doing himself any favors. So they have uh, QT Marshall cut this promo for a go-go. And I thought it was fu- this was this was a, a overall a very fun show. This segment was just weird to me. Um, they could have had QT Marshall say, "Okay, I don't want any excuses from you, Cody." This man last week weighed in at two twenty seven, and I said, "You got to get down." So he trained and cut weight, and now he's a lean two nineteen. Because I knew, I knew if that guy weighed five pounds more than you. And then he beats you on Sunday, you'd have an excuse. So there's no excuses now, Cody. Like, that's a promo that makes the heels seem like they're threatening and not stupid. It's just a thing. I don't like when you make any of your characters seem stupid. Um, I did appreciate them. Like, what are you doing? Why are you booing him? He's an Olympic athlete. It's just old school heels being heels. This is funny. Uh, more super chats. Let's get them in, please. Uh, 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 um, Jordan Hanley says, I got so worked by that main event segment. It feels like the end of the inner circle, but they could just easily get the win back. We will talk about that main event segment. Um, uh, yes, uh, Tony, uh, Tony L says, what do you think of the TK promo? I loved it. I think it's great. It's it's obviously the best part about it is it's him in character. That's the exact same Tony Khan that was cutting 
um, paid ads that were running on Impact. It's the same guy. He's just now doing doing it against WWE, who's trying to like, oh crap, our competition is trying to work with New Japan. Let's try to to outbid them for it. And you know what? They're welcome to do it, and maybe maybe it'll work. But I hope not. Dark Order, we're over like Rover tonight, Alex, says Evan Wright. I agree. They so were. And Ricardo says, uh, full, uh, Fightful Select, worth my $10. The best thing about it is $10. I feel like it is worth $10. You get all of Sean Ross Sapp's scoops, slinging scoops like he works at the Cold Stone. Uh, and then you get everything else. Like there's so much else you get, including my thing. And you don't have to spend $10 for it. Ricardo, thank you for the $10. You can get it starting at $5. It's a pretty good deal. I, I don't want to keep plugging it, but it's a pretty good deal. Um, so, uh, and Cody, at the last thing goes, hey, everybody, Paul White, everybody. What a great host he was. Like, you don't need to call attention to the guy. Give him a round of applause for not knowing how a scale works. I don't. I honestly don't blame Paul White. If you've never used one of those or had spent a long time, it would be weird. But they should have shown him how to do it. So um, there's a there's a backstage brawl. There's a clever way to get a Christian Cage to, to talk about the battle royal. They don't have to bring everybody who's in the 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 uh, the casino battle royal out on stage. You don't have to do any of that. Um, you just. Uh, you have to have two guys who we know have animosity towards each other, have a fight backstage and go, if you like this, you're going to love the battle Royal. Cause these two guys are in it. They're two of the favorites to win it. And then you got all these other people and they show the little screen with everybody's cards. Um, yeah, it's, it should be, uh, uh, there's a good little, little, good little brawl backstage. Um, at one point, Christian Cage, it looked like he was used one of those metal stanchions that you like run ropes between. Like, pick one of those things up and broke it across Will Hobbs's body, which didn't probably doesn't feel good. Um, Hangman Page versus Joey Janela is this is fun. This is fun. Um, it's it's a, a good way to 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 build up uh before before the uh before the pape against Brian Cage. Uh, Taz is on commentary. Taz is always fun on commentary. Um, and they, they brought up that like these guys had their match, the, the big match at, uh, at all in uh, three, almost three years ago now. God, it's so crazy. It's like two and a half years ago. Like it's not even, it's more than two and a half years ago. Not quite three, but geez, it's very, it's going to be up there. Um, and they were so, they're great together. Joe Janela is really good. He's the perfect guy to take losses like this because he's always going to make his opponent look like a million bucks. And uh, he's he's just going to throw caution to the wind and, and try to kill himself or his opponent. And that's that's, that's good. Um, the match uh, ends uh, with, uh, with somewhere near the end of the match, like right above the hairline, Page, uh, Adam Page sustained a cut. Uh, and it was a bleeder. Um, so he hit that buckshot lariat and then got up from from the pinfall. And it was his his face was the proverbial crimson mask. Uh, it wow man, yeah, it was you. 
looked it looked it looked authentic. Looked very very good. And what was best about it was that um, he gets on the mic and he's like, um, "All right, Taz, you can shut up because I know what you do. You get on because Taz gets up from like, hey, Adam Page, I want to I want to introduce you to a friend. I want to introduce you to a friend of mine." I'm like, I'm pretty sure they've met. Didn't Brian? They had a match like three weeks ago. I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. You probably never heard of him. He's Brian Cage. He's gonna kick your ass on Sunday. It's a, you're not introducing him. Um, uh, and uh, Cage comes out, and then he's like, "I know how this works." So you distract me, then Cage, you attack me, and Starks, Starks, Hook, come out here. I know you're here. Hi guys, how are you doing? Uh, and then you all gang up on me and beat me up. And I loved what he said to Cage. I was like, look at you, man. Look at you. And he's doing all this with blood streaming down his face. It's really cool. Um, look at you. you. You're not you. You can't fight your own battles. You need these guys to try and take a chunk out of me before we have our match. Come on. Like, how about... For once in your life, stand up, fight like a man, take me on one-on-one. And Cage is like, you're on. Which is good. It makes both guys look good. Uh, and then the, and I, I think it's official that the match on on, uh, on Sunday will just be Cage um, versus, um, versus Page. I don't know if they're officially banned from ringside, but it seems like that was where they were going. I I, uh, I like it. Uh, I think it's good. I think that um, P- Paige, obviously, to me, is, will win that match on um, on Sunday. But uh, it's this is making it legitimate, um, and that's this is that's good. Um, so they did this TNT this weird thing where they were like, uh, "We take you now live to John Moxley and Eddie Kingston." Uh, who are digging a hole to bury the Young Bucks shoes. And Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are, in my opinion, the un- unquestioned stars of AEW wrestling, in, in my mind. Like, they're the best thing. I-, I-, I would tune in to watch these two guys read out of a phone book. Like, if you told me all... Apparently, there's no wrestling allowed on this episode of Dynamite. Um, it's just going to be Eddie and Mox, and... Uh, they're only allowed to read out of a phone book. It's full two hours. I wouldn't miss a minute of it. Like I, I love these guys. Like I, like I love my own brother. I'm, I, they're great. So, um, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear these shoes if they were free or whatever. What I don't know what the hell they're saying. Uh, but like we had enough of Rod and Todd Flanders. It called. Matt and Nick Jackson, Rod and Todd Flanders, which is just a wonderful burn. And then abruptly, it cuts to commercial. And I was like, how dare you cut off Eddie and Mox? They said it was live. And of course, they come back from the preview and they, from the commercial and they start start the whole thing over again. The exact same tape segment. It's funny. Um, but the, the promo is so good. Mox is so great. Like he's just he's just so angry. And uh, and Eddie Kingston, there was one moment where I just wish, I wish they had done something a little different because Mox says there was that one time when I was living in a hotel room 
and I went over and I, and I called Eddie and I said, Eddie, uh, we got we got to go to I don't know what the hell name some some small town in 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 North in North Pennsylvania. We got to go somewhere or North Jersey. We got to go somewhere and we got to we got to take out these two guys. Uh, and uh, and you know he said to me, uh, who's gonna drive? I'm like, that's a scene from the town, John. John Moxley, that's a scene from The Town starring Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner. Where, where Ben Affleck comes up Jeremy Renner and he says, um, All right, I need you to come with me. We're, we're gonna we're gonna go and we're gonna kill two guys. Okay. But you, you can't ask me why, and you, you can't ask me, you know, what, what they've done or whatever. You just, I need you to help. Um, and then Jeremy said, Whose car are we gonna take? Like, that's a that's a very famous scene from a from a movie that came out not that long ago. Uh I I wanted Eddie to be like, dude, that was in the movie. We watched it last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a, something else that happened. It was something similar. Something similar. Um, I I just want... Because that was obviously from a movie. <laughs> but I did love... I love all their interplay. It's so, so great. Um, and they both cut great promos on... On the Young Bucks. And, it, like, if it were me... That's the match that opens the show on Sunday. Like the first thing you hear after we do, you know, the introductions by 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 uh, you know Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, Excalibur, and everybody, uh, and the crowd's going nuts, and then uh, the fireworks go off or whatever, like they normally do at the beginning of a pay per view, or whatever. The first thing we hear out of the loudspeakers is the opening strains to the major league version of wild thing and let that sellout crowd sing wild thing at the top of their lungs for Mox and Eddie as they walk out and they have a great match versus the young bucks and you strap up Mox and Eddie and you let them loose because they're so, so great. Uh, They're they're so good guys. Um, I I love them so much, and I think that the mat that match would be so good, especially to really get a huge pop to start off. Because Mox was Mox was champ for a lot for a very good period, um, and he wasn't champ; he was at the top. Uh, and Eddie did almost all of his stuff in, in AW during the pandemic, if not all of it. So, like to reward them with their big, huge first pop of the pay per view would be so. Good. Um, uh, Nikolai uh, Kree said, "Welcome back, fans." Uh, well, I already read that one. Sorry about that. I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Yes. The nerd guru says, "Seriously, someone get them in a buddy cop movie together. Like they can be the new lethal weapon." And I'm 100 percent serious. Yeah, new lethal weapon. Uh, new Tango and Cash. I mean, apparently, I got a, I got a buddy who's a screenwriter in Hollywood, uh, and he says that they're only accepting reboots of of existing IP intellectual property. Nobody can get over. Um, uh, 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 nobody can get me over. Uh, nobody can get can get um a an original screenplay sold. So. Whatever awesome buddy cop movie you got from the 80s and 90s, Mox and Eddie are in there. Um, yeah, I, I, I did love this too, that uh, Eddie was sad because he couldn't sell the sneakers. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh, I, I, that's true. Evan Wright says, I hope the Bucks tweet that they told TNT to cut them off. That'd be good. New bio. They'll say, um, uh, Mike Preventure uh, says, I love that Hangman is consistently booked as a smart and genre savvy babyface. So true. It helps so much. It helps that we like, we never have a chance to feel like, man, this guy's a dipshit. Why did he, why did he get, why did he get distracted by somebody else's music? You never have to say that about Agman, Adam, Adam Hangman Page. Never. It's, yeah, it's good. Um, Share uh, something. Okay, well, I will say that for that. <clears throat> uh, Michael Venture also says that Cody doesn't have a focus group. He just has a group of people he sends his promos to so they can focus on it and provide feedback. It's a totally different thing. Totally different. It's entirely different. Um, and Chris Wayne says that Wayne segment was really the only thing that didn't hit for me tonight. Yeah, it was just it was just weird from the beginning. It's it's also not a shoot fight. Like there's no weight limit. You know, like that we're just we're not just curious when we do a boxing weigh in. We're not just curious. Hey, how much do you weigh? How much do you weigh? It's because there's a weight limit, and if one guy is way over it, that's a problem for the fight. It's a wrestling match. Like how many times have we seen? Like I don't, I, I'm pretty sure Finn Balor and and uh, and Karrion Cross aren't in the same weight bracket. That's why they did. They don't. You don't have to do a, a weight. Uh, 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 oh, so weird. Um, Ken Shiro says, "Yeah, but see, Cody's got an American battalion, so it's not cowardly. It's a very important distinction. I'm glad you made it, Ken Shiro. Thank you very much." Um, <laughs> Brian Heath says this that whole segment. Uh, his only thought was that if Cody's underwear were any smaller, the show would get a TF- TVMA rating. It's it's not you're not lying. You're it's not an untrue statement that you made. Um, uh, the nerd guru says, rarely do you see an AW segment that is painful, but my God, that way was a heaping pile of turds, unnecessarily nonsense. I I feel like they didn't let a go go have the mic. They didn't let him like try to punch anybody, knock anybody out, make them, you know, crap their pants with a liver punch. Um, I, I feel like it was really designed to make sure that Ogogo could not possibly get over in the last night before the pay-per-view. Um, because he's been getting over himself on on social media all the time. Um yeah, <laughs> WrestleMania. Right, he says, WrestleMania, Great Balls of Fire, Kingdom in Saudi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to talk some, about some stuff um, about that tomorrow night with the Saudi stuff. Uh, uh, Evan Wright says, the eventual Brody Jr. crowd pop will rule. Man, guys, I'm not prepared for that moment. I'm not prepared for that. I'm not prepared for, for, the, for Brody Jr., coming out in front of a full house to the kind of overture that kid is going to get. It's I'm, I don't think anybody's going to be prepared for that. That's going to be, that's going to hit me in all of the feels. Um, Evan Wright says, uh, really excited for the next Jade Cargo versus Kylie King match. Uh, they can both move, can grow as workers. Huge fan of both of them. We're going to talk about that match uh, when it comes to it. Uh, definitely. Um, 
<clears throat> Jay Brownlee says, just walked out of the show. Uh, I assume like because the show was over, you didn't walk out of the show. But yes, man, Britt is so over. Miro and Lance are too. Uh, Dark Order is major over, and Cody got a huge pop. Oh, and uh, so did the uh, Inner Circle. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about the Inner Circle and the ridiculousness of that. I think I am almost all caught up except for the stuff about um, – hold on. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, we're going to talk more about uh, the Dante and Miro stuff in a little bit. Um, blah, 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 blah. So if you if – you, uh, oh, yeah, guys, if I've missed your Super Chat, I'm going to give people fair warning when I'm done with Super Chats at the end of the thing. And then if I missed it, please send it to me. But there are a couple that I am, that I am waiting for. Uh, and you're getting them in in certain areas where I'm not able to see them. So hold on. I will make sure. Uh, yes, I see the ones that have been sent about the Dante and Miro match. Um, so. Uh, yes, uh, they have done a weigh-in before, says the intangible one, Ryan B. Bad. I think the last one was Mox versus Jericho. I don't remember it going this poorly. Maybe they had somebody who could read a scale hosting it. I don't know. Um uh yes um anyway um i wanted to make sure i was okay that's it now we're back to our regularly scheduled program so uh tony shivani is going to interview orange cassidy is orange cassidy going to voluntarily pull out of the the match on Sunday because that's something we all thought was a possibility, right? Okay, um, but I love that they didn't uh, they dispensed with that pretense immediately and has had Pac come out and cut a great promo about how Orange Cassidy is irrelevant. Um, I uh, Pac is he has been since his heel turn as part of the cruiserweight division in WWE. Uh, as the cruiserweight champ, he he's one of my um, one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. Um, and I just I can't get enough of watching him, and I can't get enough of his persona. Um, it it I know this is not his time to become a champion, but for me personally, clock is ticking. AW, you got to put a belt on this guy. You gotta you gotta make him a major, major part of your broadcast. He's just so special in my eyes. So he calls out uh Kenny Omega. Um because he's been, you've been ducking and dodging. It's pathetic. Uh he's great. He calls out Omega. So Don Callis comes up on the screen. He's like, Ah, oh, you're dangerous. We want nothing to do with you. So we're definitely not coming to the ring. Please don't look behind you as Kenny Omega gets in the ring. Oh darn, you look behind you. And then uh, Kenny Omega gets in, and uh, and so uh, he's able to fight him off, kick him a few times. It's good. Uh, he does that running missile kick that he, off the ropes that he does that I love so much. And then the Good Brothers come in. They beat up, they beat up uh, poor Pac. And uh, and then um, hey, it was really cool because Pentagon and Phoenix. We know Phoenix is injured and won't be able to compete in the Double Nothing Battle Royal, but. He's there. He's there to help his buddy. We're pro friendship. He's there to help his buddy Pac and runs off Luke Gallows and I don't and Carl Anderson 
And I don't know if anybody noticed this, but um, Luke Gallows sells like no other for Ray Phoenix during their matches. Uh, and when he saw Phoenix, he sprinted out of that ring. And I don't know if that was him playing a joke or if it was just me seeing things, but it honestly looked like Luke Gallows saw Phoenix coming at him and ran. And I thought that was hilarious. Um, so then it just comes down to, they chase them off. So that just comes down to Kenny Omega uh, and Pac. Um, and then, oh, hey, here comes Cassidy. Because he's going he's gonna to do the one-winged one, win, one winged angel to Pac. But Cassidy's music hits. Um, and Cassidy comes down. He's got an envelope and he gives it to, to Kenny. Kenny. Kenny fakes getting a paper cut. And then pulls out. This is why it's so good that they did. That they're doing this thing, in Daly's place, where there's a breeze flowing through. Because he pulls out shredded paper, and opens his hand, and the wind carries it across the ring. It was a great touch. Uh, I, I, I really did love that a lot. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, and then so uh, uh, Orange Cassidy attacks him, hits him with the with the orange orange punch. Uh, and then he goes for the belt, but Pac stabs him out of the corner and puts his foot on the belt. Uh, and uh, then then Orange Cassidy gets to get the better of him. Uh, so Orange Cassidy stands tall after having hit his uh, his finisher. Uh, I think the Orange Punch counts as a finisher on both Pac and Kenny Omega. So he stands tall. So according to the laws of pay-per-views for years, we know Orange Cassidy's not winning. Well, that may or may not be true, but that's what is nor- normally um, has happened. Uh, <sighs> okay, so uh, yeah, the, he gives a thumbs up too. I like that. Uh, so um, there's a thing from earlier today where uh, Jade Cargill is talking with Mark, uh, Tony Schiavone. Uh, but Matt Hardy is like, hey, uh, I'm want, I want to be your manager. And then uh, uh, Mark Sterling, who I believe they call Smart Mark Sterling, which I think is a wonderful nickname. I've already been selected as her manager, and here's the deal. Uh, if you ever keep bothering her, I'm going to have to slap you with a restraining order. And Matt Hardy goes, no, which is just, just wonderful, Matt Hardy. Um, here's the thing. You take 30% off the top. I only get paid if she wins. Everything else is pro bono, um, which is interesting because there's there's lots of wrinkles you can do there with that is um, making sure that she doesn't lose could be a thing for him because otherwise he didn't get paid, um, you know, like actually cheating on her behalf where she doesn't want him to stuff like that. there's a lot of things you can do. But I like that wrinkle. Um, so anyway, uh, Kylan King. Um, I I don't watch dark very often, if at all. Um, I uh, I I I am um, I'm not familiar with all of her work, but I've heard really great things, and I looked it up. Like she's won, I don't know. I'm gonna say like 17 of her last 20 matches on dark. Um, so I, uh, yeah, she's, she's good. She wins a lot of matches. She, she's, 
she wins a lot of matches on Dark uh, Elevation, and so much so that I've had a lot of people say they need to sign Kylie King. She's so great on Dark and Elevation. She's so great. And so I was looking forward to this match versus Shane Cargill. This was basically a squash. Like Cargill just ran right through her. Um, and she's not a small woman. Um, so I think that that's the story they want to tell right now is that Jay Cargill is unstoppable, which is fine. And Kylie King isn't familiar to people who only watch Dynamite. So they don't, maybe they don't know uh, what, the, what to expect from her. So I think she can recover from this being squashed. But um, yes, uh, that's a good, 11 and three. 11 and three. So I was, de- I was deceptive. I was, I was just looking down a list of matches. 11 and three is a pretty good record. She's also, I've noticed, been, been teaming with Big Swole for a while. And um, where's Big Swole? Put her on, put her on dynamite. If she's, I looked her up on Cage Match too. She's got, she's got done a lot of matches this year on Dark and, and Elevation. Um, put Big Swole on my TV. You could get. I mean, here's something. Like, I don't know how you you need to build her up by having her win other matches. But a great thing you could do to to put over Jade Cargill is give her a feud with Big Swole because Big Swole can talk man she's really good and she can talk she's very impressive jade cargill getting a definitive win in a feud over big swole if you're not if you have no plans on putting big swole in the title picture big swole could be a person that would really elevate no pun intended uh jade jade cargill um uh, uh, Mike Preventure says, uh, Mark Soling is from my area and he's a phenomenal character. He's a good wrestler, but this is a perfect use of him. Yeah, I, I did like, he he tried to give Kylan King his card to recruit her to, to, to the team during the match. She took a swipe at him um, and he was like, well, then I don't, then you don't get this card. And he picks it up. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, okay, so uh, backstage, Shake Roberts uh, talks about Dante Martin and, and, and uh, He'd be a great champion if he actually won the belt. But Lance, I don't want Dante. He's a good kid. Hope he has a good match. But I need Miro. Um, now, I don't know if you've seen this. And this is a crime. They did not put it on TV. Miro cut his own promo. Sitting what looked like on a rooftop deck. Just shirtless, glistening with sweat in the sun. Sunset. Sunglasses. Gold chain looking off into the sunset, cut a promo, cut, like turning to the camera was he's looking off in the sunset. It was great. He was, he was just like, um, the calm before the storm. Lance Archer, I like you. I do. In another time, we could have been friends, but not here. <laughs> not now. Like, he's just so, so great. Like, he's like, uh, it's like, um, <clears throat> you, uh, you think, you think you can just, you can just get away with it? You think you can talk your shit and walk away? But I am a good man. And in time I will forgive you. But first I'm going to hurt you. Like it's a, it's like a minute long. You gotta find a minute to put that on TV. Miro's just out of this world great now. This is everything we wanted him to be. I At least everything I wanted him to be in, in WWE. And now they're taking the chains off him. Oh, so good. Poor Dante Martin. Like... <laughs> I was like, does oh, man, this, this, this match has to be Miro destroying somebody before the pay-per-view. So they picked Dante Martin 
man, he got broke in half. Like he had a really great shotgun drop kick, and I I think that was all the 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 uh, offense he got. Um, he looks he looks great though, man. He's he's super talented. And there was a a super chat from back at the beginning. I don't even still get it. Um, yes, uh, uh, man, Antonio uh, said it must have been brutal for Dante to hear Miro gonna kill you. Yeah, people were chanting that for him, uh, for for Miro, and Miro was just basking in it just his eyes closed swaying back and forth to a Miro gonna kill you chant there was an earlier super chat that uh that i can't access anymore so i don't know who sent it but i remember what it was um that dante is five years younger than dominic mysterio for everybody who's like dominic so young look at dominic uh dante martin is leaps and bounds ahead in the ring of of where Don of where Dominic Mysterio is, and he doesn't have a very famous daddy. Um, I'm sorry. On 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 the post SmackDown uh, sour graps, we are very much anti Dominic Mysterio. So uh, uh, people may know that and why that's why they sent me that. Um, I uh, yeah I man uh, I love I really do love Dante Martin. I love his brother too. When his brother is healthy, Top Flight is a really cool tag team. They're, Jeez, man. Well, there's no, there's no reason to talk about it tonight, but I, I'm just thinking about just like Mox and Eddie working all these different tag teams in different styles that they would come across. Ooh, there's so many good ones. Um, the intangible one, Ryan B. Bad says, uh, Miro's tweet promo was perfect. It was like he was a Bond villain. Yeah, a Bond villain. I also thought like he'd be like the final boss in like a John Wick movie. We're like, John. John, you know I like you. I would. It's possible you you, you could come work for me. But I I know. I know. It's the one thing. I killed your goldfish, and now you, you want to come and kill me. I understand. But I'm going to kill you. But it will be fun. Like, it, it seems, he seems like that kind of guy. Um, I, I, but I, I do love it. Um, he, um, he hit a, his huge thrust kick, which just looks like he's going to talk somebody's head off. Um, and... Then he 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 puts in the game over with the old accolade, and now he's doing the thing he did for a while. There was a there was a, a while while he was U.S. champion where um where he put people in the accolade back in WWE, and it was like the super accolade where like he'd pull back and then he'd drop all the way to his back and pull you back over. So not only is he snapping your spine in half, but then he's tearing your quads out of your knees, like because he's got all of his weight on the backs of your calves. Right on your calves, and then cranking back, uh, like in half, like the the arch that that Dante Martin got when he was in that submission was just brutal, man. So then, um, Roberts and Archer uh, come out, um, and uh, yeah, he's also Bolo Young from from uh, from the old Kung Fu movies. He's 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 got a lot of Chong Lee in him. And that's that's not a bad thing to have in you if you're Miro. Um, but let Roberts and Archer head out to the ramp. Um, it's like, I love that uh, uh, Miro's like, uh, ah, no, stop it. Stop holding your boy back. Doesn't everybody want us to see, to see us fight? Don't you want us to see us to fight now? Come on, stop holding him back. Let him go. Let's come on. Come on, come into the ring. Um, uh, but uh, he, he comes out and almost has a choke slam on him. 
uh, but Miro uh, has gone to the floor. There's a bunch of them referees getting away. Like it's uh, it's a good. This match is gonna this match is gonna hump on on Sunday. This match is gonna hump. These guys are gonna beat the shit out of each other. It's gonna be so good. Um, Nikolai Kreese says uh, Lance doesn't need Jake anymore. It's true. Lance can talk. Um, I think the big mute monster heel is a is a good right. It's a good thing. It's a good thing to have in a stable uh, of wrestlers you have in your promotion. Um, Lance is effectively a tweener. He's a fan favorite. He's not a baby face. He is a fan favorite. The crowd loves to see him kick the shit out of people. That's different than being a baby face. He is what they could absolutely do uh, with um with Braun Strowman in WWE but they they refuse to do it they like is he heel is he face if he's a face we'll make him an idiot no 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 just make him a guy that we love to watch kick people's asses that's all you need to do and Lance is that and does not need a mouthpiece to be that guy anymore that was a cameo by Jeremy Lambert uh so then they introduce um <clears throat> Tony Schiavone introduces Hikaru Shida and they put, uh, she comes out, she looks great. This is like commemorating her, um, her one year, like it's now 377 days as champion. Um, and she's been that through her, the entire um, pandemic. She hasn't been champion in front of real fans. And they bring her out and she gets a good response from the fans. They like her. We, we like Shida. Um, and they give her her new uh, a, a new AEW women's title. Looks better than the first. It's bigger. First one was very very small. Um, it looked like a, it was a title for children, and this one's bigger and it's better. It's got diamonds encrusted in it and gold. It's nice. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, but b- b- but um, uh, it's. It becomes evident. She 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 has a a promo. What's a, a baby face promo? This is not my title. It's a title for you and you and you. And then Britt Baker comes out, and she just she's just she just exudes it. Whatever it is, uh, she exudes it. Um, uh, Sheeta hasn't got much appreciate in the bill for this match. So send this to say that she has been a very underrated and very proud, cha- very good champion. Yes, Big Rocky's 26. Uh, that's very true. Um, it's a weird thing. Like, she's been a champion for a year, and we don't think of her as being – it's 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 not her fault. She's really great. They haven't given her really stories to sink into. They haven't given her enough title defenses. They, they, haven't, they've, they haven't done right by her in the booking of her as champion. Um, and she is great. And it's absolutely Britt Baker's time she needs to be champion now. And that's a tough thing to do. It's a tough thing to do to, to, to Shida. Like, hey, we finally get crowds back. We're going to have to take that title off you now. Um, but they've waited too long to put that title on Britt Baker. Um, and she is super over because we love her. Like, as a personality, she's just so good at what she does. I don't know what AEW's viewpoint is on this. 
she's super over when she when she, when she becomes champion on Sunday. She's going to get crazy cheers. What are they going to do about that? Are they going to force a babyface turn? Um, are they going to figure out a way to like organically build to one? Um, I think you could you could easily the person who could make her very sympathetic is a is a is a overpowered super op Jade Cargill coming for that title. You could easily do like a uh, a Clubber Lang uh, and Rocky thing. Where Clever Lang's first title fight against uh, against Rocky, he beat the piss out of him, just destroyed Rocky, and Rocky was depressed and, and couldn't figure. And then he finally he, he worked out, got better, got back in the ring in the rematch versus Clever Lang, Rocky Three, Mister T. He beat him. You could do that program with with Jade. Jade taking out Britt because Britt had no idea what she was in for when Jade got in the ring in her super overpoweredness. And then Britt becomes a sympathetic figure to get that title back. I don't think you need to do that like within the next four to five months or six months or whatever. But I'm saying that could be a thing that that you could use to to make that transition to um, Britt being a babyface more organic. To just like, well, the people like her, so why fight it? Just let her let her be a babyface now. Um. Um, before we get into the last couple things, um, uh, I, I want to let you know that at the end of this, I'll be doing a real quick uh, uh, predictions for the show. But um, in case you uh, want to do some predictions yourself, uh, I have uh, a live, just kidding, uh, Sean Ross app to tell you how you might be able to do that and also win some money. So. Here's this. Fear not. I am here in spirit, my friends. This weekend, I'm traveling. I'm in Jacksonville at AEW Double or Nothing. But you know what else I'm doing this weekend? I'm playing WrestleRumble.com, making my predictions for AEW Double or Nothing at WrestleRumble.com, hoping I can win that first place of $1,000. You can get second or third place for 100 And in fact, the last winner of a $1,000 prize for WrestleMania Backlash was a Fightful viewer. It was one of you beautiful people that we let know about WrestleRumble.com on this show. So you're going to want to tune in. You can get one entry for $10, three for $20, five for 30 And it doesn't end there. They're doing the Great American Belt Bash. $1 per entry. First prize gets a U.S. spinner belt from John Cena. Second place gets a WCW US title. Third place an IWGP US championship. Fourth place is a WWE US championship. And the fifth winner is the the retired WWE United States title. My God, there's so much stuff at WrestleRumble.com that they're giving you. And that original game, that double or nothing pick'em contest, it's not just, oh, who's going to win? It's going to be how much time will they win in? How long will it go? Who will get the pinfall? Who will sustain the pinfall? It is an absolutely fun game. And even if you're not that invested in whatever the show might be at any given time, WrestleRumble.com gets you there. Check it out. Tag them on Twitter, WrestleRumble. They're on Instagram as well, WrestleRumble.com. So there you go, WrestleRumble.com. Uh... Use it. Maybe don't abuse it. 
but it can it it can work for you. Uh, uh, Sean Sean is a is a huge promoter of that. Um, uh, m- my wife won't let me gamble. <laughs> you know, you know, I I try to I try to respect her wishes because I had a bit of a problem with gambling in my twenties. That's more than you needed to know about me. Um, so Ethan Page, um, uh. The previous, uh, yes, I'll, I'll, uh, one thing about Britt Baker that, I, that we have to mention. Just, you were the face of women's division. That's fine. But when I win the women's division, the title, I'll be the face of a whole new era. The previous era was all about 316, and this one will be about DMD. Britt Baker's everything, and she's so, so good. Uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky versus Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. Um... Yeah, Ethan and Scorpio, it feels like they've been working together forever. They're really great. I love these guys. Um, and Stu and Evil are – they've had been working together forever. And the Dark Order super over. Um, and I thought they were going to do something different with this match. Like, uh, Grace, Stu and Evil, they got a lot of the um, – a lot, a lot of, of stuff in on Ethan and Scorpio. Um and that's fine. It just um <clears throat> I thought they were gonna do a lot more to like put over uh Scorpio and Ethan as a tag team uh that you don't want to mess with so that we we'll we're scared. Sting might wind up in a wheelchair, you know, something like that. Uh but uh Stu had some Stu's great. He had this springboard from the inside. Over the over the turnbuckles to the outside, dropped the DDT on Scorpio onto the apron, which was nuts. Um, and then uh, Scorpio got him back by doing a springboard uh, into a cutter uh, into the ring. Um, this was this was a really good match. I thought that all four guys look look good. Um, I didn't expect Scorpio and and um, and Stu to look as good um, in in this particular moment, but uh, I did love the finish. Um, cause, uh, there was a good near fall with a, with a 450 splash by Stu. Um, but, uh, Scorpio or Ethan, one of the two went raped the eyes of, of Uno. Um, and then Scorpio ran in, got Stu Grayson in the heel hook as Ethan Page hit the, the, uh, the ego's edge, his razor's edge that he tosses somebody. Uh, on onto Uno, and they're the legal men. So he pins Uno while Stu Grayson is in the heel hook and can't reach back to try and break up the pin. It was really effective. I thought it was a good uh, good moment. Um, and so yeah, uh, Ego and 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 Page uh, should get it. Should get the the win. Um, sorry, e- Ego, uh, sorry, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky should get the win, and they did get the win, and that's good. Um. And then at the end of the match, let's see, my notes here. Um, at the end of the match, um, there's uh, the they uh, that um, Darby and Darby comes out with a bunch of guys wearing sting masks, and these are obviously not sting, and so they just start just going through them. Um, just toss him over the ring ropes, smacking him, whatever. And then one of them gets hit in the face and doesn't go down. And Sting does the thing. Sting does the Sting thing where he's wearing a mask. 
and he takes the mask off and he's wearing the face paint under the mask. Um, and that was a really good moment, a really good callback. Um, just one of the you know, one of the biggest wrestling moments um in a in a long time. I really loved that a lot. Um <clears throat> yes, uh, Ken Shiro says uh, about uh, he says uh, Brit and Adam Cole partners in being massively cheered as heels. Uh, yeah, man, it's so true. Uh, they they figured it out. They figured it out. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. If you're gonna do that, then I'm gonna do this. So to see that, there you go. See now, now don't. Uh, 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 wait, uh, wait. There, uh, oh, which one's the real sting? You don't know. That's, that's not good. That's uh, okay. Um, <laughs> oh man, we have fun uh, here at Fightful. Um, so then, the last thing that happens, the big main event of the night. And if you, um, uh, if you haven't, if I haven't talked about your uh, super chat. Um, send it in again with like little asterisks by it, um, or send me a new one if you have if you want to talk about this thing that's happening here. So, um, here we go. Um, Eric Bischoff comes out and talks about how uh, 25 years ago, just a little while ago. Uh, I introduced what would become the big, the best faction, the most, the coolest faction in wrestling. Uh, but I guarantee, I, I'll tell you what, these guys might just take the crown. I'm like, who wrote that for you, Eric Bischoff? There's no way you believe that. There's no way you believe that the inner circle is the NWO. How much does Jericho pay you? Come on. That's ridiculous. Uh, but then inner circle comes out and it's, it's really cool to hear an entire stadium uh, badly sing uh, Judas. It really is. It's great. Like they definitely know the words to the end of the of the of the chorus. They don't know any of the words to the to the verses or the bridge or any of that stuff. But it's fun to just hear them go. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's kind of fun. And then they go Judas in Judas in my mind. They all know that part. Um, Jeremy and I know all about that song because we had to sing it for a thing that we did, but. Uh, so like we wanted to show you guys how much we, we love you, the, the inner circle. We've always loved you. You've always been fan favorites here. We, the, the, the inner circle, the cool guys, people that we've always cheered. Here's a highlight package we put together for you. And their, their, their heel turn has been so recent, so abrupt, so out of the blue, so unbuilt up or not organic at all that literally all of the highlights of them are them beating up and or doing horrible things to people we still root for and cheer for. Like, they're, they're, they're putting out Moxley's eye with a spike. They're beating Orange Cassidy mercilessly with a bag of oranges. They put Ricky Morton through a table off the stage. These are horrible acts that they've done, they don't have anything in there like beating up the pinnacle, who are these dastardly heels we're supposed to root against. They don't have any of that. They just have him them doing terrible things to people we still like, which is a weird thing to do for your babyface uh, thing that you're celebrating. If this is the last, this is, this is it. 
man, what a what a run we had. They 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 could have they they finished the highlight package. They're like, man, we've certainly gotten to do a lot of great things, haven't we? Got a lot of fun stuff. Yes, remember all the fun things we did when we tried to maim all of the people that you guys cheered for tonight. Like it's a weird thing to do with with your with your new baby face faction. Um, I, <laughs> uh, then if, then then after that, which is so funny. Um, because they, they, nothing is by accident in AEW. Remember last week where they had that little moment between Jericho and Dean Malenko and they're like, oh, they're friends now. Isn't that sweet? Well, uh, up on, up here, Hey, up here, Jericho on the Titan Tron, Jumbotron, Tron Tron. We got, uh, the Contron. That's what I call it now. It's not the Titan Tron in, in WWE, it's the Titan Tron. In AEW, it's the Contron. On the Contron, we got um, we we got we got um, MJF with um, with Malenko tied to the uh, to, to the to the to the stanchion for the for the goalposts, and he's like, Chris, you better come and rescue your boy. Or I'm gonna make the Iceman extra cold. Oh, don't do that. You're gonna crank up the AC. Oh, he's gonna kill him. That's terrible. So they run backstage and they're ambushed by the pinnacle along the way. Um, and the the beatdown, like <laughs> the beatdown is funny because we're supposed to hate the pinnacle, but you just told you just showed us a highlight package of why we're supposed to hate the the inner circle and want them to get broken up. I don't know. What are you gonna do? Um, the big, the big, big thing at the end of this brawl, it's, it's a go home show for the pay-per-view on AEW. So you knew there was going to be a show closing brawl. Um, the, it's, it, the, it's punctuated by Dax and cash hitting pile drivers, uh, through tables onto Santana Ortiz. Yeah, man, I'm, it was, that was great. Looked good. Built up the match, uh, made it made it seem now for the first time um, that yeah you could definitely do uh, a stadium stampede match and have it not be goofy, have it not be um, you know Jericho uh, dropping uh, the Jags mascot with with a with a Judas effect. You could make it be brutal, and I like that. Um, the intangible one, Ryan B. Bad says, uh, I would I would love to have Dean come out and take out Tully during the stampede match to help Inner Circle win. That's perfectly uh, perfectly fine. I don't like the Inner Circle winning thing. The Inner Circle needs to break up. They've been around since the beginning of Dynamite. It's too long. That They have a ceiling. Like, Jericho's done everything Jericho can do as part of this group. Uh, they're, they're actively holding Sammy Guevara and, and uh, Ortiz and Santana back. Like they can't branch out and be what they can, what they can actually be um, uh, uh, when they're part of this group. Sammy Guevara should 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 be going after singles titles uh, as a baby face, like a real baby face, like get him over as one, as opposed to hey, we said these guys are baby faces now. Uh, Hager can do whatever the hell he wants off my television, but uh, Ortiz and Santana are a great tag team. Uh, give them put put them over in the tag division like make it make it work uh i'm i i am ready 
for the end of the inner circle. Uh, I was ready for them to, to break up before they turned babyface. Like it's just it, it just hasn't worked for me. Um, Trey is balding. Stellar uh, Justin Lopez. Uh, Trey beat your team tonight uh, with all the dastardly things they've done. You wouldn't think Inner Circle would fall. Those stereo uh, pile drivers were insane. It's true. Um, yeah, the Inner Circle should be more street smart. They beat up people all the time. They should they should know this was going to come. They should, they should have known. We totally would have done this four months ago. Uh, we should probably have... have, have uh, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. Um. Apparently, there's a thing going around that the Spanish announce uh, Spanish announced team from uh, AW did some really heinous stuff uh, talking about Sheeta and uh, have gotten their just desserts. So that's all I'm going to say about that until I know more about it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So let's talk about uh, double or nothing real quick. Uh, Kenny's winning. I think we all expect that. Um, Britt is winning. Yes. To me, you got to do Eddie and Mox. They got to go over the Young Bucks. You just got to do it. They're ready. It's it's time. Um, Miro retains over Archer. Um, Page beats Cage. I think that we all kind of figured out that. Uh, I I I think I, I I personally I'd have the heels. I'd have Scorpio and and Ethan Page uh, go over. Um, uh, go over. Um, sorry, staying in Darby. Uh, I that's what I would do personally. Uh, I understand if they're not going to do that because they want Sting to get a huge pop in his match back. That that makes sense to me too. Um, um, but I, I think there's I think there's ways you can rebuild them back up. Uh, not necessarily getting their heat back immediately, but I think Paige and Scorpio are an amazing duo. I think they can both talk. They can both go in the ring. Um, the plan should be to build them up and let them do some stuff. Um, if not in this match, then soon thereafter. Uh, uh, oh, Stampede. Um, I, I, I honestly think they're they're going to probably have Inner Circle win, but they shouldn't. They should not do that. Um, Pinnacle should win this. If the stipulation wasn't there, if the stipulation didn't exist, if the if if inner circle losing didn't force them to break up, um, then then I then I say that yeah, you definitely have the uh, the uh, pinnacle win. Yeah, that's probably what they would do. But with that stipulation, it depends on what they want to do with the inner circle. Honestly, um, oh on the on the pre show, Serena Deeb, who's doing as as good a work as anybody, male or female, in the world in the ring right now. Uh, versus Riho, I think that Serena Deeb wins. Um, and then, as far as the the battle royal problem here with the Joker is, I mean, either that or maybe Christian. Christian could win that and get a, get a title shot versus Kenny Omega on a dynamite down the line. I think you could probably do that too. Um, I think I've done all the matches. 
Stick of predictable. Uh, Peter Davies says, by the way, Sheeta has actually had nine title defenses in one year. Is pretty good, in my opinion. Storylines were not there, but her English was great tonight. Yeah, her English is fine. That's not that's not a problem. Her English is certainly better than than uh, than a lot of people's second languages. Um, that's not a problem. The problem was they never gave her a storyline. And she's she has had title defenses. That's true, but they haven't felt important because they haven't given them. She haven't given her a, a title a, a storyline. Um, Entitled one, Ryan B. Bad says, I wouldn't mind Inner Circle winning if it leads to a singles match of MJF versus Jericho and a retirement match for Jericho. Well, now that's something I'd want to see because I'm I don't I mean I think that Jericho um, has a lot more to give wrestling before he's finally all all said and done. But I don't think any of that has to happen as an in-ring performer. I think there's a lot of more stuff he can do other than that. All right. I think I... All right. I hope everybody uh, enjoyed. Uh, please please hit the like button if you haven't yet. That really helps us out. I cannot say enough. Subscribe to Fightful uh, YouTube if you can. Um, also, we have uh, the Fightful Twitch. It's, uh, I want to do this. I'm doing this on purpose. I want to make sure I'm doing this uh, because uh, I had a, a, a friend uh, who asked me to do this. So it's not TV. Alex Pulowski. Hey, it's Jeremy Lambert, everybody. Oh. Hi. How are you? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Yes. I, was, I was plugging it on your behalf. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I heard you plugging it, and so I was yeah. going to jump in. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I've just been sitting... We got sting figures here. Dueling sting figures. I like yours. Yours has a bat. Yeah. That's nice. That's yeah. pretty sweet. I, I have my sting mask uh, that I famously wore mm-hmm. on the uh, Halloween show. Yes. I but it got it got stolen, so I don't have it anymore. Oh, no. That's, yeah. that's very terrible. Sad times. Yeah. Very sad times. Who would steal a sting mask? What dastardly human would do that? The girlfriend. Girlfriend oh, just took it from me. Jeez. Horrible. Horrible, Alex. Horrible. That is horrible. It's terrible. Alex, do you want to talk about the Bucks? Can we do that? Yeah, let's talk about the Bucks. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I see you're wearing your Bucks shirt. Yeah, three nothing. I, I had to represent. I'm gonna 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 sweep away the demons from last from last. Uh, you think they last sweep? year? Yeah, I I, I think I think Miami's done. I, yeah. I don't. There's no reason for why. Why would Miami try? <laughs> in a game four in Miami, when the series is already over, just so they could board a flight to go back to Milwaukee, it's like forty-eight degrees here. Why would you want? Why would Miami ever want to come here? That's ridiculous. I live here. I want to go to Miami. Like no, nobody's I, one. Nobody wants that. I like your logic on why. On why I like this. I mean, it's been uh, what 140 times somebody's gonna gone up 3-0 and they've nobody's ever come back to beat them. Yeah. This isn't this isn't the time that's gonna happen. So why? Jimmy, why? Jimmy Butler is gonna go out there and still like try hard and stuff and be competitive. And Hero oh. and Robinson are just gonna be like, no, we're just we're good. We're in chill no, I'm, in Miami. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I think I think Trevor Reza might try. Maybe he'll go one for nine. That'll be good. <laughs> That'll be good for them. OKC got a nice little second round pick for Ariza. <laughs> cashing in on them second rounders. <laughs> you got, I think you give twelve of ours, but I'm, that's that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I don't mind. Yeah, no, it's it's. Uh, listen, I, I'm. I I think Jason Tatum Tatum might steal one more from the from the Nets, Could. and then and then 
We have like until we have like two weeks off. Everybody heal up now. That that, that really sucks. It's like DiVincenzo, yeah, Vincenzo he, being that's out, not so. good. Like yeah. he he doesn't do a lot like on the on the stuff that you think of, but he he can play defense. He can knock down some threes, and he can play some really good defense. Forbes can't play defense at all, yeah. so you can only have him out there in spurts. You can't have him out there for a lot. But I think Connaughton can can get if he's not doing bonehead plays. He can actually do some pretty good defense too. That might be good. Oh, we got a super chat about basketball. This is this is my dream. Uh, more and more, the Heat proved that they were just a, a bubble team last year. Yes, Alex Tree beat our ass, but it it uh, it'd be nice if some other than Deed Rose would score. Yeah, man, Julius Randle has Randall. not been it rough. in the playoffs. Oh, that's rough. yeah. I yeah no, but like I, I I this is the thing I said at the time. I was like. I the, the the whatever the lottery odds were like they were coming down to like who who might uh, who's who would be the most unbeatable team if they got Zion in the draft and I was like Atlanta you put you're putting oh, Zion yeah. with Trey Young they're like well no blah, 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 no 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 if somehow Zion had wound up on Atlanta they'd be a top three team in the in the East right now like yeah. it's just yeah so Trey Young is the real deal the, the, mostly because he has no fear. The only thing he fears is his hairline. That's the only thing he fears. I have a question for you, Alex. Would you yes. rather have Trey or Ja? Ja. Ja. Oh. I, I think Trey, I think Trey is like a is um I don't think his ceiling is much higher than like Damian Lillard, who's great. Mm. Who's great. Like a perennial all-star, maybe even an MVP candidate on a great year, can like take a team maybe to the Western to, to the conference finals. That's that's what Trey Young is. Mm. John Morant is like an uh, an otherworldly talent. Like that guy is going to win MVPs. That guy is going to going to going to all first team All NBAs and stuff. Like he's he will win a title. Probably not in Memphis, but that guy is going to win a title. He's just super special. Fair. I I lean towards Trey. I, I lean towards Trey. It's so close though. Like yeah. I, I don't think you're going wrong with like either of those guys. They're both so good. I popped on. I said I just want to say. First yeah. off, Alex. Alex is the man. Everyone, come join us over at Twitch. Yes. Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, where this is basically a simulcast right now. If you're watching on Twitch, you can see me here. <laughs> yeah. See me here. Yeah. There you uh, go. We're we're playing video games. We're hanging out. I'm gonna open a box that my mom sent me. Ooh. I don't know what's in this box, but I'm gonna open on it on Twitch. Unboxing. Yeah, we're doing unboxing on Twitch. No nice. idea what's in it. Everyone, yeah. come hang out. Alex, thank you for letting me crash your show. Yeah, it was, it was uh, fun. So I can jump on here and, and come on the distraction and talk basketball with us. Yes, uh, whenever when I when I can. If you guys are recording at this time, I'll show up <laughs> anytime because my wife and my daughter are asleep and I'm and I'm up until one a.m. every night anyway. But if it's during the day, I got I got dadly duties to do. Yeah, you, know? you got you got like responsibilities and shit. That I know sucks. it sucks. I hate yeah. being an adult with a kid horrible. and shit. It sucks. Yeah, it's horrible. Actually, thank you guys. In the world, but yeah. Everyone, everyone, have have a good evening. Yes, Come join us evening. on Twitch, everybody. Yes, join everybody on Twitch. See you later, Alex. See you. Bye. Yeah. Uh, so yes, that was that was Jeremy Lambert. Uh, we talked about basketball. Uh, that was weird, but good in a good way. Um, thanks everybody for for being here. Uh, subscribe to the to the to the show, Skyfall Select, where you'll hear me yell about uh, SmackDown tomorrow uh, and how everything's a rerun in WWE. Um, so, 
But let's talk about WWE. Let's talk about AWW Double or Nothing. The show on Sunday promises to be fantastic. I hope everybody who wants to gets the chance to see it. And we'll talk to you about AEW next week. At this same time, I don't know if I'll be hosting that show or not, but it's AEW is a late show on Friday again next week. So we'll see how that works. But there will definitely be a post show for you guys to to uh, to watch then. Um, in, in in anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you around. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.